Good morning, dear faithful, here at St. Patrick Parish in Oratory on this Friday, May the 29th, the Feast of St. Mary Magdalene of Patsy. Today's Mass is being offered for the repose of the soul of Dominic D'Alessio by Carl Shehu. And as I had announced yesterday, we, I am still planning the reopening of our church, and so we will, the Archdiocese has allowed that we can begin weekday Masses only. And so I will be able to say public Mass for all of you and open our church, of course, with the limits of 50 people maximum, as well as social distancing and, of course, sanitizing and, and with the good proper hygiene that we should be practicing as anyway during this pandemic. After I have concluded my canonical retreat which is required by my order and of every priest everywhere. So our, my uh, canonical retreat begins on the 8th, and so and that would have been the date when I could have said public Mass, but I would need and I'm required to do this first and then be able to, to, to open up our church. And so I thank you again for your additional patience. It will, it will be a five-day retreat, and then we can then begin begin uh, weekday Mass starting, I believe, that Saturday morning uh, of that week of the June of the 8th. So that would be the 13th, I believe, that Saturday. We can probably begin that, that earliest with confessions, of course, for those who have longed for confession. And I know that many people would like to receive confession. So we will begin again uh, the confessions as usual. But after I come back from my canonical retreat. And thank you again for your prayers and support for our oratory. Please know that we truly rely on your help and we do know that there are so many of you who are affected and so please know that every week we pray for you and as you know, we offer the Mass for you every week when the Mass intention is called Misa Pro Popolo for, for the people for the parishioners and for all of you. Please pray for my continued healing so that I may be able then to to be able to walk properly and bend my left knee again due to my acute tendonitis that I have experienced this past week. And so forgive me if I'm not able to genuflect correctly or kneel properly as it is quite painful and so I offer this for all of you my sufferings as well but I am glad and happy to be able to still say Holy Mass even in this incapacitated form in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost Amen so now we have concluded our octave week of ascension and now we begin to prepare and more fully for the reception of the Holy Ghost. And this great feast that is coming up on Sunday is like a refreshment of Easter Sunday. As, as you know, in the extraordinary form, the Pentecost is quite a powerful and strong feast, even with its own octave, a first-class octave, equal to that of the octave of Easter. And so with the coming of the Holy Ghost, we continue to prepare with the novena that we have been praying, 
after each Mass, and we will conclude the ninth day of our Novena on the Sunday itself, on the feast day of Pentecost. So our link to the Novena is on our Facebook page, and you can always join us with that in your family, in the convenience of your home. But let us reflect that the Holy Ghost is not given to the world or to the worldly. The Spirit of Truth whom the world cannot receive because it sees Him not, nor knows Him, but you shall know Him because you, He shall abide with you and shall be in you. These are the words of our Lord according to St. John's Gospel. The Lord here calls the world those who love this world and its sinful pleasures. Indeed, these worldly lovers, as long as they love the world, cannot receive the Holy Ghost, for He is the love of God. Moreover, one cannot love with his whole heart, God and the world at the same time. If any man loves the world, the charity of the Father is not in him. Hence, St. Gregory says, The Holy Ghost fills everything, even the invisible things of, to be desired. And all the worldly hearts love visible things solely. The worldly person then does not receive this Holy Ghost, because the worldly person does not rise to the love of the invisible. For worldly minds, in as far as they indulge themselves in worldly desires, by so much the more do they narrow the entrance of their hearts to the reception of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, which is not given to the worldly, assigns the reason for this when he says, Because the world sees him not, nor knoweth him not, for spiritual gifts are not received unless desired. And we kind of see that, dear faithful, with how the world functions and responds or tries to take precautions, especially during these crises. And we see how much more our government leaders, our federal governments, state governments, local government need to attach themselves more to our Lord and to the Holy Ghost to see the reasons of how we can deal with this pandemic. So divine wisdom prevents them who covet her. But only those things which are known in some degree are coveted or desired. Moreover, that these things are not even known by the worldly results from two causes. First, indeed, from this, that man does not fix his mind on a knowledge of these things. And secondly, the worldly man is not capable of receiving this knowledge of the Holy Ghost, since they are full of the knowledge of the world, and that's their only pursuit, to seek the things of the earth and not of eternal things. The world as such does not possess the Holy Ghost, and hence cannot give what it does not have. First of all, the, world, the worldly do not intend to desire the Holy Ghost. And we see 
many politicians who infringe on the rights of man to worship our Lord freely and especially discrimination against Catholicism of all as we know that unfortunately we do know that here in this United States too that we are highly discriminated by because of our religion because we do not conform to the worldly standards even with the issue of pro-life which has so many has been opposed by world governments even what we call the European Union this fake um, union that tries to assert itself and try to assert a type of worldly global government and uh, tries to always object to our beliefs we see that we need to ask the Lord God to pray for these people who do not see the damage and the murder that they conduct whenever they promote this pro-death policies especially and this is just one policy of all dear faithful and we do know that there are so many political parties out there whether it be here in the United States or elsewhere who promote this policy of pro-death what they call pro-choice which is to choose death actually and to see so many Catholics who are misguided and are affiliated with this pro-death party and I will not say the name because of course people get offended if I say that but you may know who they are we do clearly see that many Catholics who vote especially on party lines like this especially those who that party who promotes pro-death choices and especially discrimination against Catholics then will have to have to be accountable of that at the last day so let us remember let us remember that we cannot be affiliated with these political orders or regimes at all dear faithful even though you might think you might disagree with that still this is the truth dear faithful we cannot serve this world like serving these evil political parties or worldly governments who promote this and still say that we love God it's like serving both God and mammon and if the Holy Ghost does truly speak to you we will not be affiliated with parties that have platforms that that promote this society of pro-death of abortion mills that are still being opened while our churches are still being closed that is for sure dear faithful and if this is the first time that you hear that we are not allowed to this has been the policy this has been the practice of our Catholic Church dear faithful that we cannot truly abide and be affiliated with such political parties or regimes so on this point the Lord says the world sees him not see for example these political parties these governments who promote death do not see the Holy Ghost the world or the worldly is not concerned about knowing him they have cast me forth and now they have surrounded me they have set their eyes bowing down to earth this is from the book of Psalms again the worldly cannot know or recognize the gifts of the Holy Ghost hence our Lord says nor does the world know him as 
Saint Augustine de- declares, "Worldly love has no invisible eyes, by which means only the Holy Ghost can be invisibly seen. For the sensual man per- perceives not those things which are of the Spirit of God, for it is foolishness to him, and he cannot understand." Because it is spiritually examined, just as an infected tongue does not perceive sweet flavor because of the corruption of this member of the body, so also the soul, infected with worldly corruption, tastes not the sweetness of things heavenly. But you shall know him, because he shall abide with you, and shall be in you. Here our Lord shows to whom the Holy Ghost is truly given, namely to His faithful servants. Hence Christ says, "But you, who are inspired by the Holy Ghost, you shall know Him." Now we have received not the Spirit of this world, but the Spirit that is of God, that we may know the things that are given us from God. And this, therefore, because you despise the world, looking not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Moreover, the reason for this is because He shall abide with you. In these words of our Lord. Note well the familiarity of the Holy Ghost towards the apostles, because He shall abide with you. That is for your usefulness. And secondly, observe the intimate indwelling of the Holy Ghost in their souls, because He shall be in you, in the secret chamber of your hearts. Let us not take. For granted, the many gifts that the Holy Ghost wants to give to us, too, so that we may practice truly a good and fervent Catholic life in all spheres of what we believe in, in our political beliefs, in our secular beliefs, in our customs of our culture, and especially in our religion and in our faith. It has to be all whole and the same and uniform. And dear faithful, if we do have The weakness of seeking things here worldly, we need to temper that, dear faithful, now, so that we may be properly disposed to receive all the enlightenment of the Holy Ghost, which gives us eternal joy and happiness. And so, if we, if we have, if we are a little bit worldly, and we might admit all of us are, let us try to remove that from us with our constant prayer. And the Holy Rosary that we continue to pray each and every day. And as Catholics, we have this privilege of praying these Hail Mary beads on the Rosary to ask the intercession of Our Lady to help us to be closer to Christ. And what easier way it is to approach Christ than through His Mother, just like. How she always sees and cares for us through the intercession of our through the intercession of Our Lady, she bestows upon grace on behalf of our Lord as she 
helps dispense the graces of God with her, with her power and privilege of being the mother of God. And so let us faithfully, every day we rise, let us say on our Father, let us say a Hail Mary and glorify our Lord, the Blessed Trinity and the saints, but especially ask the Blessed Mother to help us during these days. And as we continue, we do know that these are anxious times, these are fearful times for many of us. But let us continue to see that these ways, these things that occur in our lives, they have a reason. And our Lord, in His infinite wisdom, has permitted us to suffer during these times. And as we know, many people have died and suffered. That is a fact. Many people too are dying and suffering through many worldly agendas. On top of this, we do know, let us relativize this a little bit. We do know that there are so many people who have died according because of the COVID-19. More than 100,000, especially in this United States. But how many more have died these past months? Imagine from January to up to, to up to May, up to this end of May. How many have died because of the evil of abortion? And how many have died through politicians who promote these practices and have continued to wage war against the Catholic Church by promoting this pro-death society? We do know that abortion clinics out there are placed in strategic areas and so we do know, dear faithful, for a fact that there is an agenda out there where it is to plot against the killing of certain cultures and societies. And we do see abortion clinics more prevalent in areas like here in our city because they do know that it is easier for them to obtain such, such practices, these, these murderous practices. And so let us see and be open with our eyes dear faithful and see how our lord is indeed is indeed greatly affected by the atrocities of man and if we cannot and we must try to to see that in our perspective how even our voting actions can affect our salvation so dear faithful let us remember that if we promote by checking off on those ballots Policies or persons that promote this evil agenda. And this is just one agenda, but this is one that is very important and probably the most important in our modern lives, of our political life too, that we adhere to. You know, we are responsible to, to elect and vote for officials that do promote for the common good and for the common society and in conformity with, with the policies of the Catholic Church. If we vote against that, and we, we are affected and we are linked somehow in that practice and promotion of the death of families out there. And if we lament, dear faithful, of how many people, how few parishioners are coming to Mass, you know, even before the pandemic, how we lament that schools are closing, that daycare facilities are not running fully anymore because of the lack of children, well, it's because of contraception. It's because of abortion. It's because of all these perverse 
practices that even Catholics, how, how unfortunately, do practice, thinking that it is perfectly all right. And so the family life is being attacked now more than ever. But how can we correct this error, dear faithful? We need the power and the help of the Holy Ghost. That is why Pentecost is such a powerful feast for all of us. Let us not take these feast days for granted, dear faithful. Let us not take our liturgies for granted as well. Let us not wear our religion on our shoulders or on our arms as what politicians like to say, that they don't want to mix their religion and their political beliefs. We do see that in the presidential candidates who claim to be Catholic or baptized Catholic. These speakers of the House, whoever they may be, these presidential candidates who claim to be Catholic and receive Holy Communion unworthily and say that they are Catholic but they can vote on these evil policies that contradict their faith. It's such a hypocrisy, dear faithful. And I know that we like to point out those things, but let us look at the hypocrisy of our soul as well to see if we are truly indeed seeking the things that are eternal, that are beneficial for our eternal life, or are we just simply seeking the pleasures of this world, which then there is indeed a conflict there. And if we do have this conflict, dear faithful, let us remain joyous and happy that our Lord indeed wants our salvation, wants us to, be, to gain eternal life. But that relies on us and our changing of our, of our values if they are not in conformity with the Catholic Church. And therefore, dear faithful, one of the best ways to do that is then to pray this novena in preparation for the Holy Ghost so that we may be more disposed and well disposed to receive all the enlightenment, all the graces, all the wisdom that God wants to give to us in order for us to appreciate our gift of faith, to appreciate the life of grace, to appreciate that perspective of being in heaven with that beatitude, in, uh, with that beatific vision that we can hopefully enjoy face-to-face with our Lord. So let us keep in mind, dear faithful, how tumultuous these things in the world are. But let us try to uplift ourselves more by seeing the, the supernatural view of our Lord of this world and how He wishes us to be in union with Him. Let us pray to the Holy Ghost, dear faithful, today, now and forever. Let us pray to the saints that they may preserve us in our sanctity, in our holiness, in our grace. Let us continue to do that, dear faithful, as we continue to go through our obstacles and trials in this world. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.